Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Jim McElroy. He's with LDRA, and we're going to talk about uh, instrumentation, verification, and uh, low-power embedded and, uh, well, low-power applications in general, because they may not necessarily need to be embedded. Isn't that right, Jim? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, with the wide range of applications today and the processors that support that wide range, everything from 8-bit microcontrollers all the way up through 64-bit uh, fully functional processors, it's a, a wide connected world. <laughs> well, exactly, and it's exploding in connectivity as we literally as we speak. I mean, the Internet of Things is only just now getting off the ground to the point where everyone's scrambling to stay on top of it and the need to verify and test and make sure this stuff's working properly is even more critical than ever, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. I mean, whereas even this week or in the last few weeks, we've seen numerous applications that have really, frankly, either crashed because of safety problems or security problems. So there's vulnerabilities at really both ends of the spectrum, if you will. And we need mm, that's a, much stronger methods in play to, to verify those applications. Exactly. I mean, it's – and especially when you think about it, it's literally life and death in some of these applications, even applications that we don't think of as life and death, as something as simple as uh, bad automotive electronics could cause a vehicle accident that could cascade into deaths. You know, I mean, if the system doesn't operate properly – especially in this age of complexity, it becomes more and more incumbent upon the manufacturers to ensure those kinds of things don't happen. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the key contributing things to that, of course, is the complexity of the software that's going into those devices. And, and frankly, whether it's an 8-bit microcontroller or a higher-end processor, the fact is the manufacturers and suppliers to the OEMs have to have a rigorous software development and verification environment to produce that high-quality software. You know, there's, there's a lot of challenges in, in those spaces. And, uh, frankly, that's what our company tries to address. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, what's a common thread running through? What are some, like, let's say um, I'm designing in this space. What are, my, in, what are my three or four concerns, top concerns from your point of view that I have to worry about in developing these in, advanced uh, often cloud-supported and wireless-enabled low-power systems? <laughs> well, frankly, the constraints, in, both in terms of bandwidth and memory, and how to uh, verify the applications that are running on those types of devices. Frankly, there typically is not enough memory in place to uh, monitor what's going on in the system effectively and feed that back into the analysis and verification activities that may be taking place on the host platform. So memory actually on the target, the bandwidth between the host and the target from a debugging perspective, and the bandwidth overall from a communications perspective when the application is actually running in the end-user device. So how do our customers you know, get over that hump? They're really trying to achieve a higher quality verification, metrics collection analysis. So when you, when you talked about instrumentation verification, how do they actually do that uh, in these highly constrained environments, and that's really where our technology comes into play, whether it's an 8-bit, 16-bit micro, or, or all the way up. It's really the optimization of the technology in that deployed device that enables us to monitor 
the effectiveness of the testing of that application, whether it's safety critical or security critical, because that's really our focus as a company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then, uh, walk us through a little bit of that. So let's say I come in the door and I need a solution. What what do you offer at, say, the um, simple and the 8-bit guys, and what do you offer at the high end, the 32-bit guys that have every bell and whistle on their device? Uh, okay, excellent question. First of all, we, we offer both products and services to help them through that process, whether their application needs to be just simply high quality or it actually has to get certified, and that really depends on what domain or industry that they come from. There are certain regulatory standards that they may be required to go through, and we can help them both on the product side as well as the service side, going through the certification process should that be required. But for a lot of our customers, it's just, frankly, developing high-quality software from the get-go. And for those customers developing 8- and 16-bit applications, we can help them develop high-quality code by providing a, a formal environment, number one, from a process perspective, but number two, from a tool perspective, we give them the ability to produce high-quality code through both static analysis, analyzing their code as they're producing it for various quality metrics. We enable them to adhere to certain coding standards, and, of course, that's becoming increasingly important, like you see with the Toyota example and what may have been done with the coding standards or um, the processes that were used to develop that software. So we can help very early in the development process producing high-quality code, We can also help them verify their applications, whether it's on the host development platform, uh, in a simulator, or actually down on the target hardware. And that's true for an 8-bit environment as well, and that's pretty unique for us, Um, giving our customers the ability to test their application in an automated way, removing a lot of the manual techniques that they've used historically, automating that, speeding it up, and making sure that they perform effective testing of their devices. In fact, we provide a technology called coverage analysis, which can take them down to the very lowest and greatest levels of detail, ensuring every branch, every condition, uh, MCDC, and if you're familiar with the aerospace DO-178 world. So we, we cover the full gamut from requirements, uh, collection, traceability, all, all the way through the development process into the verification activities. In fact, that's where a lot of our customers are now moving to in the safety critical environment, whether it's an 8-bit or a 64-bit <laughs> application. Mm-hmm. Well, and that makes a lot of sense, Jim. <laughs> well, well, I'm sorry, because, say that again? I'm sorry. No, what I was saying is I agree with you completely there, and um, especially what you said about it really doesn't matter anymore between the 8-bit guys and the 32-bit guys because it's not that a lower intelligence device means it's a lower uh criticality system it could it just means that that system requires less intelligence if i have an on off valve for my oxygen tank that only requires an 8-bit whereas i might have an executive toy on my desk that blinks lights in a cute fashion that requires a 32-bit with voice input and i could care if it fell off the desk and broke yeah sure <laughs> sure and, and, and clearly even Sorry to interrupt, but even in today's environment, really the move is to multi-core. You know, in some of the higher-end applications, let's talk about forget about the bits. Let's talk about multi-core applications where, you know, our customers who are developing safety-critical, security-critical applications still need to trade off. You know, power versus performance. You know, that's frankly where our telephones, our mobile phones, are coming from. So there you what, go. What do people? Yeah, what do people need to do to create applications which are safe? and effective on those devices as well. 
So we help them address the challenges of effectively developing high-quality applications as well as verifying those applications and even certifying them should that be required to optimize instrumentation verification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it completely. And that becomes even more critical when you think about a lot of these applications didn't used to have logic. There were a lot of applications that went with simple electromechanical systems, say, even as recently as 20 years ago, that are now being modernized either in new builds or in retrofits with logic-driven control systems. And the engineers responsible for those legacy systems are going to need a lot of assistance getting these new solutions implemented. So I imagine you also uh, have a lot of demand for that type of uh, assistance and education as well. Yeah, there's no question. In fact, increasingly, we see a lot of these retrofits needing to address newer safety and security standards. And frankly, a lot of our customers are struggling with how do they take this uh, legacy application and move it into an environment that requires potentially even certification from a regulatory authority. So they need to be able to, if you will, um, backfill a process that enhances their workflow from requirements, developing requirements through design, through implementation, through their verification act, and producing the artifacts throughout that software development and verification lifecycle. In fact, we actually have a, a compliance management system which we provide to our customers that effectively provides certification in a box. Uh, so for those industries where our customers actually need to go through certification, we give them that process and infrastructure to uh, take maybe potentially a retrofit type of application, bring that into an updated environment from a process and development workflow. That's pretty mm-hmm. unique in the industry, actually. Well, I, it definitely sounds like a worthwhile <laughs> service to provide. So um, even if there are others providing it, it is not like it will detract <laughs> from what you're doing. I think uh, the, the – and then the other side of that coin is for every application that was simple that is now complex, there is every there are all those applications that are what we used to consider complex that are now migrating to what we consider state-of-the-art complex. Yeah. <laughs> Hence multi-core, you know, multi-core and, and the need to add on capabilities into existing systems. Exactly. And how do they safely partition systems from a security and safety perspective in case one component uh, degrades in operational functionality? How do they actually recover or protect themselves from the rest of the system being brought down? So systems are clearly becoming more complex, more sophisticated, but at the same time, our customers need to address many more requirements above and beyond the pure application requirements. Right, right, right. They may have um, specific uh, needs, be, be it for regional or regulatory or performance or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Got it. Well, now, Jim, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word. Uh, some say it's <laughs> tend to talk a little bit too much, so I always have to give you guys a chance to get in something that's not prompted. But what would you like to leave our audience with as a final thought, insight, tip, whatever you'd like to do before we close out the episode? Well, just for people to remember that our company, LDRA Technology, is very much focused on safety and security critical application development with our customers. So providing 
tools and technologies and services to help them develop high-quality applications in the most cost-effective manner. And uh, actually, for them to learn more, they can simply go to our website, uh, www.ldra.com, and uh, we'll have lots of information there describing who our customers are and what they're doing with our products and services now. Excellent. Well, hey, thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today, um, especially with this, as I was saying, the explosion of uh, intelligent, especially embedded systems and cloud-enabled, wireless-enabled systems, low power. There are so many places now that have to be monitored and controlled and made sure that it's operating uh, properly. It's not just a case of uh, you know making sure that blinky lights go on when people clap their hands anymore. That's right. Very good. Oh, and Thank also, you for having me. Oh, the pleasure is ours. And I'd like to thank uh, the audience for taking the time to listen because uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>